Father, I submit this time unto you, Lord. Father, I am not worthy, Lord, Father, to carry your word. From the time that you call me, when I look at myself, Lord, many times I flawed, but your grace was abundance was abundant upon me. Father, I submit myself. I am not at all worthy. I am not all worthy. I say that many times. But it's only your grace that makes me stand here. I am not worthy to carry your word, but your grace makes me. Father, we thank you, Father, once again, Father. Today the word is going. It is your word you gave me. It's nothing of mine. But there is a lot lost sheep here. Father, you talk to that sheep today. Lord, that they will be able to give their lives to you, Lord, as you will bless them, Lord, abundantly. And they will be free indeed. If the Son makes, him, makes them free, he will be free indeed. Father, we pray that they will be free indeed today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Uh, this is again a, a, a continuous, the last message, I don't know whether you all will remember because it was, it was one and a half months back. Uh, so I don't know whether you will remember, remember that. I'll give you a preamble of that. Uh, it was, uh, we, are, we were looking into a very important promise of God. That is the plan of God concerning man from Ezekiel 36, 17 to 25. And in that, uh, we see that our ways and doings, everything God hates. Because as children of God, they say they, we are the children of God. And all, all the ways and their doings were an abomination before, before God. And apart from that, God sent, uh, sent them out of the land. And where, wherever they went, and they again said that we are the children of God. And again, they, they were, they, that was an abomination uh, to him. So finally, God said, no, 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 you, you don't need to do anything. It is all that I am going to do, because all your doings are an abom ab ab abomination before, before me. And then, uh, because the basic reason is, whatever we do, if we do anything, any good thing that we do, is also a sin before God. So if God says, I will do, that means there we see a redeemer. Redeemer in, because there are so many places where we see that there is a bridge which is, which is, which where you need, you need the Savior to be there. So that is there in many places in the Bible. So here, uh, he cannot take us to heaven because of our attitude or at behavior or anything because we are all sinners but at the same time God is God hates sin he doesn't hate us but he hates sin now he's a just God at the same time he's a loving God also so uh, God testifies that our imagination of the thoughts of our heart is only continually evil uh, so this God being just and God being love, 
these are the two attributes which are actually going on cross crossroads so there that that was the last message uh, uh, where uh, just god cannot bring uh, a man to heaven but at the same time the love of god does not allow uh, god to uh, to 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 leave man into hell so there we see we need this is a big bridge uh, there's a big gap there there we see christ as uh, as a bridge uh, or rather as a sacrifice so that was what we we were looking looking at uh, now god says i will be sanctified in you when god says that i will be in 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 that 23rd verse uh ezekiel 36 23rd verse it says that i will be sanctified in you i will be sanctified in you means it it has got a very deeper meaning that means you know i will be sanctified in you because you are totally hopeless you cannot be rectified by yourself now god says i will be sanctified in you means when others look at you they will they will say he is a christian he is a christian he is a follower of christ that is what god says i will be sanctified now in order to make him sanctified in us we need christ we need christ so there that is the preamble but then uh, we we will be looking looking at that for this purpose jesus came as a high priest in the order of melchizedek so we will be looking at how jesus came as uh, as the high 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 priest and what is melchizedek and what are the implications that is connected with us so uh, so we are uh, uh, for uh, becoming a high priest there there should be two things one is he should be offering he should be offering he offers as a, a priest offers so he offers then the second thing that god has made is the second important thing is that god has made that he shall be at the order of uh, in the order of melchizedek forever that means he is living even now so the second second thing is he is resurrected the first thing is the sacrifice the second thing is uh that the resurrection so these two two immutable things immutable things makes the whole story more beautiful so when you when we read uh the esekiel 36 20 uh, 36 23 we see that you i shall be sanctified in you before their eyes before the uh people whom you made my name bad that is what uh, god god says so he they uh, then when 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 we read hebrews chapter 2 9 10 and 11 uh, you, you read towards the end uh, of ninth verse jesus tasted death for everyone so in order to sanctify ours uh, ourselves please uh, listen unless you listen you will you, because it's a it's it's quite uh, quite a very important message to understand uh, what is a high priest so if you don't listen 
somewhere you will miss and then the connection will go. So you need to give your probably next 50, 50 minutes to God. Uh, those who are willing, please raise, raise your hand. All right, thank you. Thank you, God. God, God, God bless you. I was just trying to bring your attention more. All right, thank you. Uh, so here, uh, here you see that in the uh, so he, here we we see uh, uh, sancti sanctifying sanctifying means we see that uh, he has to sanctify us. How he can sanctify us? He cannot sanctify us by pouring water on us. He has to pay a big price that you look at that price and you come to know that this is the price paid. Oh my God, this is for me. So, uh, so it is actually, uh, it's actually uh, when you uh, look at it, if, if I tell you a small story, if you, if you have, uh, if there is a child and three ladies there, one is the mother, the second is the adopted mother, and the third is the servant. So actually, the mother uh, and the adopted mother knows that which, whose is the child. Now the servant does not know, the child does not know. The child believes that the adopted mother is is his uh, uh, mother. Now they are all near the well and suddenly this between the child and the servant there were some issues. Uh, she hates him. So she took a chance and she pushed that child into the well. So the child uh, fell into the well. Now what happened was the adopted mother she started crying out for help calling the fire service and other things. But the, the real mother standing there did not wait for the fire service to come. What did she do? She jumped. This is the same thing that God did when he saw that his children was perishing. He had to come Though he was, though he was, we read that in uh, Philippians chapter 2, that he did not hold on to that position. He came down as a servant. So that is the, that, that I just wanted to, uh, now, I just wanted to ask, who is that uh, lady, that adopted uh, uh, mother? Who is, who is that adopted mother? Who can, who can, who, who can say? Adopted mother. Yeah. Yes. It is. It is. It is the law. If you have mentioned it is that it is the law, then it is the law. The law will make claims only. But only Jesus will jump into the well. Hope you understood. So uh, the message is. The message we are going going to uh, have is how uh, how uh, God sanctifies 
a man, a man of unclean lips, a man of unclean, everything unclean. Uh, if you, um, if you uh, read the 25th verse, 36, Ezekiel 36, 25, I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean. From all your filthiness and from all your idols, I will cleanse you. Uh, you know, God says that I will cleanse you from everything. What is the clean water of God? What is it? God gives any, any drop of water that is clean. But why did he, why did he say, I will, I will sprinkle clean water upon you? That clean water, when we, when we read Hebrews chapter 10, uh, nine, uh, uh, 19, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. That is, then in the 22nd verse, it says that let us draw near with a true heart of full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled with an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure, clean water. So, the uh, clean water of God is the uh, blood of Jesus. Until, until there was a preamble. Uh, now, uh, once a God, uh, once God cleanses you, you will just know, today morning I just got a message. Uh, brother, can you just put it, put, put that uh, conversation? Uh, today I just got one uh, message in the one of our sisters here sent a message and that uh, I really liked it so I thought you should that is a Christian uh, the difference between to have it explained to him and this was written to him to explain to him what a Christian is the distinction between Christians and other men does not lie in country or language or customs. They follow local customs in clothing, Can you raise food, the and in the rest of life. And yet they exhibit the wonderfully paradoxical nature of their own citizenship. They live in their own countries, but as if they were resident aliens. They share all things as citizens, and yet endure all things as if they were an underclass. Every foreign country is their homeland, and every homeland a foreign country. They marry, like everyone else, and have children, but they do not abort their young. They keep a common table, but not a common bed. They live in the world but not in a worldly way. They enjoy a full life on earth, but their citizenship is in heaven. They obey the appointed laws, but they surpass the laws in their own lifestyle. They love everyone and are universally derided. They are unknown and roundly criticized. They are put to death and gain life. They are poor, but make many rich. They lack all things, and yet have all things in abundance. They are dishonored, 
and are glorified in their dishonor. They are abused and they call down blessings in return. When they are beaten up, they rejoice as men who are given a new life. In short, what the soul is in the body, that the Christians are in the world. The soul lives in the body, but is not confined by the body. And the Christians live in the world, but are not confined by the world. God has appointed them to this great calling, and it would be wrong for them to decline it. Wow. This is the, this is the difference between a Christian, <clears throat> Christian living and, uh, and a, world, uh, a, a, a life of a worldly person. Entirely different. Wherever they go, that is their home, homeland. But this world is not their home, uh, home, homeland also. So they, they are, uh, it's, 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 it's wonderful. I thought that you will definitely have a, uh, have a meaning of what is Christian. Because we see a lot of Christians here. You may see me as a Christian. No, may, no way that it is, is comparable to a real Christian. But we believe in the grace of God. God will make, God will do a wonderful job. He can do it. He can do a dirty person into a saint. He will do it. Those who believe say amen. 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 Yes. So, uh, now, we are now here having a high priest. Hebrews 10.21. Having a high priest over the house of God. Now, we are here uh, that we are having a high priest here. Now, we will be looking at, you can just open the Bible and keep on Hebrews chapter 6. So, you don't need to look here or here or there. It will be almost in and, in and around 6 and 7. So, here we read that in Hebrews 6.20, uh, that, is, that is where we see that uh, Jesus become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And uh, how? In the 18th verse, uh, there, it, there uh, the Bible says that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation. So here it says that two immutable things in which it was impossible to God to lie. You know, God can never lie. When I read that part, it really uh, touched me. God can never lie. Some song says that you will never lie, you will never lie. Well, I don't know what, what, is, what, what does it mean. Literally, I don't know what does it mean. God will never lie. But here it is there, it is mentioned to show that these two immutable things are not at all changeable. Impossible for God to lie. God to lie is mere impossibility. And when, when you write there, it has got that importance that he can never, that that word will never be wrong. 
so by that two immutable things in which it was impossible uh, for God to lie, we might have strong consolation. Because of that uh, verses, that two immutable things, we have strong consolation. Uh, uh, that we have the hope set before us. So there are two immutable things. Now, what are the two immutable things? We see in the 13th verse, chapter 6, I, when I say uh, 13, it will be 6 only. So, uh, 13th verse, he says that when God made promise to Abraham, uh, he, uh, there we see that God promised, uh, God's promise was un, un, unchangeable, and when he promised to Abraham, he said, I will bless thee and multiply thee. So that was the promise that God gave to Abraham. And that was one of the immutable things. One of the immutable things that God will not change. That, the, that he is going to bless his children. Now we read that in Galatians 3.16. Now to Abraham and his seed, uh, there we see Abraham and his seed were uh, the promises made. He saith not, not to many seeds, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So we know that it is Christ alone. <laughs> it is Christ alone. Through Christ, we read that in, Ge in, in, in Genesis 22:18, thy seed, sh uh, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. See, in all, when he said, uh, God gave the promise, in all the earth will be blessed. Through whom? Through the seed of Abraham. And seed of Abraham is who? Christ. So, through Christ, we are all going to be blessed. Say, I am going to be blessed. I am blessed. Yes, thank you. So, uh, so we are, uh, now we see that. Now we see that um, God had to. We know that the first immutable thing is sacrifice. That is promise. But what is promise is Jesus Christ and His sacrifice. So we see that uh, it is the the sin offering that He made. We read in in, in Isaiah chapter fifty three ten that he was a sin offering there. There he gave as a sin offering. So uh, God had to really punish sin. For that reason, he took himself, he took himself in the form of Christ to this world. He came down to this world and Christ gave himself for us, if it was anybody else, it would have been total injustice. It would have been total injustice. If it was not God himself, it would have been total uh, an in, injustice. Sorry. So, why it is injustice? No one, no one can give a ransom. No one can give a ransom for your life. So we see that, we see that if God is offering one another person, 
That is injustice. And injustice will not happen from God. So, it should be God himself. That is why Christ, the Trinity, is very, very, very important. You have to understand that wherever Christ wants to be there, see here, you need Christ. You need, you need Christ again. So, see, for example, ca uh, uh, cancer is like, uh, sorry, uh, sin is like a cancer. It always, it goes into your system. We don't know when we are, uh, when, because it is very much inside. And the way that we live also adds. Why? Because we see, we, uh, after the church, you, you go home, what is next? Because we need to feed ourselves. What is next? There is nothing. Switch on the TV. And some, some, sometimes the, the chil children are seeing the uh, t TV. Mother will come and say, Oh, what are you doing? Just came from the church and immediately you are switching on. See the words, immediately you are switching on. After some time, there is no problem. <laughs> so, the, you know, the understanding of the mother and father has gone down and we spend more time in the worldly things. And worldly things are very beautiful for us because they give tickling effect. Tickling effect. So, uh, what happens is, you know, one day I had a, I had a, um, a, 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 a worker. See, I cross and everyone uh, shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And did he steal anything? Did he, did he do any harm? Nothing. Why did God let, let Christ be crushed? It was all for one cause. What was the agony? You know, when, suppose someone doesn't, doesn't know, doesn't know about Christ, and he sees uh, Christ uh, with agony and pain is crying. And we say, and if some, somebody says, Christ died for my sins, he would definitely ask, what kind of justice is this? What kind of justice is this? Make, making another person suffer like this? Because he did not do any mistake. What mistake is done? Can you say anything? But they chanted, kill him, murder, uh, kill him, crucify him. Why? There, there, was, a real, uh, there was a real reason. There was no uh, reason to be attached by the world. But one thing is sure. If this person who is dying, if he is God, then there is an answer. If he is God himself. Do you know how much, how much God, how much, how much price he paid, paid for you and for me? So, uh, that much of a suffering was required to question a person's conscience. That much of a, uh, that much of a suffering. Yes, God tasted death for everyone. Now, Hebrews 2.11 says, Now Jesus and the ones he sanctifies have the same Father. See? Jesus, uh, there we see Jesus and the ones he sanctifies. Who sanctifies? Jesus sanctifies. Jesus sanctifies. Are you uh, looking into the word, word by word meaning? 
Jesus sanctifies. The one, Jesus and he sanctifies, they have one father. What does that mean? You are being taken up to that level that Jesus was the, the firstborn and we are all sons. That is the meaning of that. So, so uh, God had set forth uh, Jesus to be the righteousness. Because uh, when, he, when this picture was being put, portrayed, that, that was a picture that was required for the world to see that this, this much God has paid a price. Now, uh, we, need, we need the necessity, we need a mediator. Mediator. We need a mediator because, see, previously it was the, uh, uh, the bo uh, blood of bulls and goats, but now it is, we read in Hebrews 9.14, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? That's a question that you should ask yourself. Purge your conscience to, from dead works to serve the living God. So, uh, by this means, uh, when we read the next verse, uh, Hebrews 9.15, he says that, uh, for this cause, he is a mediator for the New Testament. How? By means of death. There was to be given a, there should be a death for the New Testament to come into force. And for, 16th verse, for where a testament is, there must also be the necessity of the death of the testator. That means, when you read in NLT, now, when someone leaves a will, it is necessary to prove that the person who made it is dead. So then, 17th verse, this will goes into effect only after the person's death. So while the person who, is, who made it is still alive, uh, the will cannot be put into effect. This is the essence that Jesus had to die. That to give birth to the New Testament, he had to give his life. Without his life, the New Testament is not there. So he had to give his life. So there we see again the Savior or the, uh, the high priest perf performing the sacrifice. Now, uh, so, this is the first one, the promise that God made to Abraham. By that promise, we are all blessed. We are all blessed through Jesus Christ, when he gave himself as a sacrifice. So, what is the first one? Out of the two, the first one is nothing but the sacrifice of Jesus. The sacrifice was, of Jesus was important. Now, when we look at the second, uh, uh, second uh, thing, the two immutable things, the second one is the oath of confirmation that God says that the first promise 
is right by giving the oath. So the first one is a promise, second one is, is an oath. That is what we read in 6.16, Hebrews 6.16. Uh, For men verily swear by greater, and an oath of confirmation is to them an end to all stripes. All stripes, the end is that an oath is given. What is the oath? I am just directly going. I am not giving you much of a, uh, an ex- explanation. When you go uh, directly to uh, Psalms 110, 110, we read there, Psalms 110, uh, the first verse says, uh, uh, The Lord saith unto my Lord, Sit on my right hand until I uh, make thine enemies thy footstool. This is a word that Jesus said while he was there. And then the fourth verse, The Lord has sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. You are a priest forever. Now this priest who offered the sacrifice should live forever for us to have the eternal life. So he has to live forever. Resurrection is the only way. Resurrection is the only way that 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 is why the resurrection is so, so important. Now, I will tell you who is this Melchizedek. I'll just tell you because you will have a doubt in the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was, everyone knows that he was the priest of the Most High God. So, he is not the father. He was a priest of the Most High God. That is one thing. The second thing is, that is in uh, Hebrews chapter 7, 1. Then in the third verse, it says, This person, Malkisadik, is without father, mother, without descendant, neither having beginning of days nor end of life. So he was God himself. But now he is not father, but he is God himself. Uh, he, because he is not having beginning of days, no end. Then the next verse but made like unto the Son of God. So he is not the Son of Son of Son of God. So he is not the Son of God. So then who is Melchizedek? It is not mentioned, men, mentioned there, he is God, not the Father, not the Son, then the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit gives life forever. So that is why the spirit lifted, lifted. Jesus could have come out. Why, why did the spirit lift him out of, of the, it is God, it is God himself. So you, you, you have continually, you have this, this, this high priest living forever because he is in the order of Melchizedek. He is going to live for you and me eternally. So that is the importance of Melchizedek. Now, I won't be going, going back. That is enough. You can read the whole area, that chapter. You will understand what is Melchizedek more. So these are the two uh, things. Now, 
the resurrection part we 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 did not we did not mention now the resurrection part uh, you know the beauty is that john 29 when you read for as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead who was this day as they knew not the scripture he must rise again from the dead 29 20 29 children from ng ng4c who who was that they where are they can you can you lift lift your hands no one is no one is lifting i think ng4c is not there can i can i see your hands hi 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 yeah <laughs> all right good so uh, uh, who is that day the day is <laughs> day is nothing but uh, but the disciples so 29 says as they knew not the scripture the disciples disciples knew not the scripture who knew the scripture when you when you when you read matthew 27 60 63 uh, there you say saying that is the pharisees telling uh, uh, pilate saying that we remember that the deceiver said while he was yet alive after 3 days i will rise again so who who knew even the disciples did not knew <laughs> the pharisees knew and uh, then 64th verse is important and command therefore that as sepulcher be made sure until the third day lest the disciples will come in the night and steal and they will say unto the people he is risen from the dead Le- check the next verse so the last error shall be worse than the first last error i will make you think about it you know i don't want to leave you uh, just like that what is that last error and what is the first error what is the first error and what is the last error uh i am because of time i cannot wait uh, what is the first 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 error john 197 says jews answered him we have a law and by our law he ought to die because he made himself the son of son of uh, son of god so what is the first uh, first error that he made himself the son of god jesus made himself the son of god then what is the last error what is the last error can anyone say yeah uh, the last error it, it's just before that it said he is risen they will go and say that he is risen from the dead and the last error will be what shall be worse than the first did god do it whatever they feared did god do it god god did it the last was worse than the first i w- i want you to come along with me then only you will be able to understand understand so here we see now uh, in first corinthians 15 12 uh, 12 states now if christ be preached he uh, that he rose from the dead how say some of some among you that there is no resurrection from the dead and then he gives a lot of ex- uh, 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 tes- uh, testimonies and then 
he says that if in the 14th verse and if Christ not be risen then our preaching is in vain and your faith is also no is of no good then in the 17th verse says if Christ is not raised your faith is in vain and you are still in your sins so if Christ is not risen you are still where in your sins so the salvation comes the death of Christ is your sins all your past sins but your hope that you are going to live with Christ you are going to live your place is not this place we are always we are you know you 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 heard that lady said so it is not that it is it is not here so we have now uh, the reasons the reason the reasons make us believe in resurrection first of all it is the faith faith and faith 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 in christ you know uh, you know uh, uh, thomas thomas came and came and said i will not believe even before also thomas was like that when jesus jesus said that i am the way he said don't don't tell me all the, all these things he said jesus was authoritatively saying that i am the way life uh, i i am the say uh, 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 i am the life truth and uh, <laughs> uh, life yeah so you know jesus was authoritatively saying that but uh, he is telling don't don't tell me all these all these things you just show us the way don't tell me all these things so when he came this is just before the death uh, crucifixion now after crucifixion he says no 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 i will not believe we are all we are all like that just 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 imagine we can't believe god like that we are always saying we are always uh connecting to a to a to a uh, to something that god will do and you are waiting like the jews most most of our things are like that now he says i will put my hand then only i'll believe then one day after eight days uh jesus came and stood in the midst and uh, immediately he said i will put my hand finger finger into that wound did he put his finger no jesus said come you put your hand did he did he did he put we shouldn't be in that shameful situation we have to believe 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 god now immediately what did he say he said my lord and my god first time he is telling is a very serious word my lord and my god that is a revelation that is a revelation that did not not simply saying hallelujah it is from the heart it is from the heart so he said my god then uh, then we uh, then we see in the 29th verse john uh, 2029 jesus said unto him because to whom to thomas because you have seen me you believe blessed are they that who have not seen but yet believed blessed are they who have not believed what does this mean to you because jesus here uh, 
Jesus, what, what did, why, why did Jesus, Jesus say that if you have not seen, you have, you have been blessed? How, how is it possible? Have you ever thought about it, by the way? Have you ever thought about it? Because Jesus said a very, Jesus will not just speak, you know, like us, we will not, he, he, he will not say anything like that. Why? Because uh, Thomas saw Jesus and he said, you are God. That is by works. You see and you believe. That is by works. But that, that is not faith. That is by works. But when you, you have the faith, it is a revelation. It's a revelation. No one, no one can change. No situations can change. It is a revelation. That faith is a revelation. That he is God. That he is God. So Jesus says that you have seen, but those who have not seen and believe are blessed. Now, now you understand how blessed, blessed we, we are. Those who are blessed, just say hallelujah. From your heart. From your heart. Okay, all right. So, uh, so, uh, we, so this trials cannot change your focus. Even the trials come in your life, it cannot change your focus. Why? Because you will say, like James chapter 1, he says, be joyful when the trials come. I have asked why, uh, why James said like that. Be joyful when the trial comes. Immediately the first line, not the first line, the second line, but actually it's the first line. So you will change the trials into joy and happiness. Now, uh, now uh, that is the first one, by faith. Second is, Christ is the truth. Christ is the truth, because each word that uh, Christ uh, mentioned was truth. And uh, I am not having the time, so I, I have to rush up now. Uh, then the testimonies of the disciples. Peter, Pete, Peter said, I heard that voice in Peter. He said, I heard this voice. Can you believe Peter? He said, I heard this voice from above, that from the glory. And then John said, I have touched, I have, you read in First uh, John, I have touched, I have, I have uh, uh, John, John says, which I have heard, I have seen with my eyes, and we have held with our hands concerning the word of life. And uh, that was manif manifested unto us. Then Paul says, he was, he was manifested to many people, 500 people. Many of them are living, some of them are dead. Many of them. And lastly, to me, this, to this sinner, he's, he's, he, says, he says. Now, why resurrection is important? Resur uh, re resurrection is important because that gives us the reason to believe that he was God himself. He was God himself. Who? Jesus Christ. Because till the end he died as a man. But the resurrection made the whole change. And he, 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 was, he was God. Then the second, sec, second is father accepted. When, he, when father accepted by resurrection... Jesus Christ, 
it was a clear, clear picture uh, to us that he was a 100% a sacrifice, a living sacrifice for us. Then, the third thing is that we have the eternal, eternal, et eternal life. Let us, let, us, let us all stand up. If you want to give your life, these two things, God has given a promise and then again a oath. Oath that he will, he will fulfill. And Jesus Christ is risen for us. That we have, the, we have the hope that we will be with him. We will be with him. Say amen. amen. Let us all sing this song. Brother, can you keep this song? So, uh, if, if you want to give, who wants to give your life? There is a sheep. There is a sheep. Pray and sing this song. As you sing, you submit. the name of the Lord be glorified in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, sister, can you just dis display this title of the message again for the children of God? I want you to look at that title and think about the message you have heard today. How does God sanctify a man who is unclean? Where do you fall to? Examine yourself. Jesus Christ is coming back. You have to be made clean. You have to be made whole. You must prepare yourself towards that. 
He has been sacrificed. He has been raised. You need to allow this to impart your life. And it is only him, God himself, that can sanctify you. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 says, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Can I hear amen to that? Yes. I'll take it again. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Yes. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we have heard the message. Let us prepare. Let, let allow God to make us holy. Let allow God to sanctify us. Let allow God to make us clean. We need to release ourselves. And I pray that God will continue to guide us and lead us in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to talk to God. Father, I can't do it alone. Endow me with your Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit resides in you, you will be walking in the righteous path. God, grant me your Holy Spirit so that you can make me whole completely. Talk to God. Open your mouth and talk to God that, Lord, enable me your Holy Spirit in my life. Activate your Holy Spirit in my life. I want to be clean. I don't want to go back to my vomit. I want to surrender my life. As you claim me, I will not go back. Talk to God. It's only God that can help you and remind you about the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Father, we thank you. We bless your name for today's message. We give you praises and adoration. We adore you. That you remind us that we must be clean. You reminded us about how you, the step you have taken to ensure that every man, every man that is walking on the earth are clean. We bless your name. We glorify you, Lord. Lord, we have heard the message today. Let your Holy Spirit continue to live in our life and direct our path in the mighty name of Jesus. Your son that you have used for all these days, we pray for more anointing in his life in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that the message we have heard today, as it has gone into our mind, the Spirit of God will keep it there in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your son, bless his family, bless everything that connected to him. Give him more Spirit of God, we can hear more from him in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Once again, we want to pray for Brother Claudia and Sister uh, Wendy. Lord, we thank you for the time they have spent in Oman. We honor you and adore you for the period they were here. We thank you for the opportunity once again you have granted them to be here. Lord, we appreciate you, Lord. We thank you for this period that they have come. They have not regretted it. The church of God has not regretted it. They have come here themselves and they are moving back themselves. We thank you, Lord, we are not sending their cars back home to India. We thank you for those periods they are here. Lord, they have not received any side emergency message from India. We thank you. Thank you for the assignment they have done all the years they have spent in this country. Thank you for the one they have, 
they have shared today. Thank you for the testimony of their life. We honor you and adore you. You have done perfect thing in their life. Father, we pray that as they go to the next journey of their life, continue to be with them in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray as you establish in this world that God Almighty shall establish for you in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that God Almighty God will continue to grant you his spirit that whatever you do, whatever you speak shall come from the kingdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus. The assignment God has given unto you as you go into it in India is going to do it along with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that connected to you, your children, your, your, your call, that God Almighty will perfect it in the mighty name of Jesus. You are living in Omai once again. If your assignment still remain in Omai, we shall see you in peace in the mighty name of Jesus. And when we hear from you, it shall be good news in the mighty name of Jesus. When you hear from us, it shall be good news in the mighty name of Jesus. The lesson we have learned through you shall never depart from us in Jesus' name. May God bless you. May he keep you. May his face shine upon you. Shine upon your, your children. Shine upon yourself. Grant you long life in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray as you live for man, the flight and everything that connected to your, to your trip, that God will take control in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Lord, I pray for your children. The year is coming to an end. Lord, we all need Christmas gift. Lord, we pray that you will surprise us before the end of the year in the mighty name of Jesus. As many that are looking for good one or two things, one, good, one or good two things, that God Almighty shall answer you speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. All the prayer that you have been praying right from January that have not been answered, that Lord, we answer it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. I pray for those that are sick, that God Almighty shall touch you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever be the seasoning flu that is going around, it shall never come to your dwell in Jesus' name. And peradventure, you are already in the flu, that God will touch you and heal you in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Lord, for the rest of our program, for the week, for the year, take control in Jesus' name. And let your name be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us joyfully share the grace together in fellowship. Grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you, and do have a wonderful week.